Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the, the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and <laughs> my... Um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. Mm. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort. From the outside in. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes. I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, 
so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Comments about social media like are gonna rub people the wrong way. Like this isn't a time or the place to be talking about how many followers you're gonna have after you leave the show. Like our focus needs to just be on Zach. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and tonight's game was thrilling. We had yes, it was so much play. So many plays. So many readers. Everyone is a reader. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's just talk about something. No, we'll get to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until we get to it, but let me just say this. Gabby, I think you've been reading some books. She was doing shit in this <laughs> that I was like, come on. That's almost verbatim what we fucking wrote. She anyway. was Becca Kufrin hosting Bachelor Happy Hour representative in the Mansion. It was unreal. Unreal what she was doing, but we also got to see steals. Thank you, producers. We also got to see tattles. Thank you, producers. <laughs> what? Hoojus. Hoojus. Oh, hoojus, yeah. One hoojus, which was, I mean, I rated it. We'll get to it. Could have been better. But thank you, Brooklyn, for inaugurating the season with this first true hoojus of the season. We did see one standing hoojus last week, but it was not good. And it wasn't really a hoojus. This was a true hoojus. An approach a mount, a cling, a dismount. We'll get to that, of course. Thank you, Brooklyn. Well, but before we get to that, we got a little bit of that business as we always do. First up, before we get to that, oh, happy Valentine's Day, Pitt. Indeed, we're for TRR for you. We love level five, the Pit. We have to talk about an event that we are going to be doing very soon on March first. At 7 p.m., we might have said some other times in the in the past, but these these are all incorrect. This is now official. We have this official. It's on the uh, Barnes and Noble Eventbrite website here. On March first, 2023, at 7 p.m., Pace Case and myself will be at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove. Yes, the Grove. It is our triumphant return to the grounds from which we were banned a little over a year ago when we tried to hold an impromptu book signing there without the consent or knowledge of anyone present. This time, we have full consent and full knowledge of everyone present. So again, we're going to be at that Barnes & Noble at the Grove, March 1st, 7 p.m., and there are some more details. Apparently, tickets must be purchased for this. They are $30.65 as I'm looking at the website right now, and that gets you entry to this, what is being described as an event on this, uh, (laughs) this website, and you also get a book for that. It is an event. It is an event, but it says that this is going to be... You will get a copy of the book as well. Yes. Chad Culture and Lizzie Pace discuss how to win The Bachelor at Barnes & Noble, The Grove. $30.65. You get the book and you get to come in. And it looks like there are seats, seated book admission, admission to the event space for... All these things for official book signings. (laughs) This is all knowledge to me right now. I'm reading this. And it says admission to the event space for the discussion, audience Q&A, and signing. So I guess we're going to have a discussion and an audience Q&A as well. Are you prepared for that? We better be because mm, it's happening per this website. Pass. Well, I'll do it. I'll have a conversation with myself. 
But again, that's March 1st, 7 p.m. at The Grove, Barnes and Noble. You can go on their website, I think, and find all this. We will also have links to it on all of our stuff. So that's the first order of business. Second order of business, tomorrow, a brand new episode of Off Contract with Courtney Robertson comes out. You'll be able to hear that in our feed. You can also hear it on her feed, Off Contract. You just look that up in any uh, app that you use to get your podcast and you can find it there because tomorrow will be the last one that we're going to play in full in our feed. From that point forward, if you want the whole Off Contract episode, you got to go to her feed and check it out. It is well worth doing. Um, we're having a lot of fun helping her put this show together and hearing all the things that she has to say about all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah. It is time to switch the feed, though, to hit that subscribe button on Off Contract with Courtney Robertson so that you can stay up to date on all of the interviews that are coming up. Some very exciting guests coming up. And, you know, she's been hinting at some stuff in her tea cellar that I think I think is going to start to to come out. Her tea cellar is deep. Her tea cellar contains... <laughs> Vintage teas from throughout time. And a lot of it is um, absolutely fascinating. I can't wait to see how she dispenses this tea. But that's it. That wraps up our business. Now let's do what we came here to do, Pace Case. And now, Pace Case and Bachelor Clues proudly present analysis of play in this week of our beloved game. This is Game of Roses. We begin our coverage of the fourth episode of this historic season 27 of The Bachelor. We are, of course, talking about Zach Shawcross, the most exciting Bachelor we've ever had. Tonight, the intro begins with a hard rock guitar anthem. Wow! Tonight on The Bachelor. <laughs> I did notice the sound was different. <laughs> yeah, you think? There was a lot of interesting sound going on here. It's like the rock and roll Ralph. Yeah, well, that's to amp him up. Zach's fucking cool. He's a cool dude. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo, and sometimes we put him in a leather jacket. Okay, tonight on The Bachelor, it says all players scream his name. Zach says... The S word, shit. Oh, I didn't even catch that. He's been bleeped. He's been, he's been using them. He has been bleeped a little bit. That is true. But tonight we see that he's going to be on a boat in the Bahamas, snorkeling, tropical things, fireworks, tears. Somebody's talking about getting 50K followers on Instagram for the wrong reasons, accusations. Love that. As did I. And Zach wonders if someone is really here for him. We begin portion one. Morning in the mansion. Davi is looking for a fresh start. Genevieve ITMs that there were a lot of unexpected things that happened last night. She's wearing a sling. She makes no mention of that being one of the unexpected things. A fucking a literal injury that requires medical attention. She has left the game, has not explained this injury. I'm like, can we even give that an IFI? We never saw it. I mean... We saw the game of football. It is an IFI that they just chose to not include in the fucking document. Clearly, it's an IFI. We, we see the result of it. Can you imagine if you hurt yourself to the point of needing a sling and they don't even show it? Well, that definitely meant like ambulance, hospital, all of that. Mm -hmm. At any rate, everybody is saying they want the one-on-one -on -one, and Genevieve says the mood is lighter and everyone's more comfortable now that Mandrell is gone. Everyone except us, the fourth audience. Uh, mood is not lighter. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> DLP enters 
And he tells them there is no date because Zach's no longer here. He can't wait for the other players to join him on the international journey. They all go crazy and scream. He tells them, by the way, Katie is almost falling over herself just to hear what DLP is saying. She is such a strong contender. These reactions. I think you are downplaying her. I'm not downplaying her. Wait till we get to the fucking game. I don't play her. This shit, though, their reactions to this. Let me just go through. Let me just go through. They're all going crazy and screaming. We've seen that before. He tells them the place we're going is known for its romance. It's crystal clear waters. Catherine gives us a fucking full aperture mouth expression. Almost my face play the game, but not quite. Mm-hmm. I got that one. Then we see all the players doing a drum roll with their hands on the table, waiting for him to say this. This is the most amped up I've ever seen a group of players for the first international round. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. Pounding on the table? Yeah. No. And that's a producer play, I believe. I like it. I loved it. Then we hear it. Ladies... You are going to the Bahamas, he tells them. And they go literally insane with delight. <laughs> Not literally, but there was a lot of that done tonight. Literally this, literally that. Nothing was literal. But here it's nuts. And he tells them, go get ready. They all sprint out of the common room with such force that DLP must turn his back to the oncoming onslaught of human bodies, a crush of players that threatens to trample him to death. He has to turn his back, ball up, and he kind of mimics like they're about to push him over. A football play. Yes. He was going down as if he was being charged by a football team. Yes, that this is all he knows. That's what it was like when he played for the Jets back in 2004. I took a picture of him, took pictures of him protecting himself. Oh, you can't really see it. Believe me, I took pictures in my mind that will be there forever. Every player at this point, when they do this, uh, you know, telling you where they're going to go for the, the first round of the international play. At this point, the producers take every player outside and they force them to do an ITM about where they're going, how excited they are. This is your chance, players. This little segment will be used every season at this exact point. There are going to be two or three players, maybe three or four, maybe even four or five, who get in this montage of ITMs, and there's going to be one player who fucking wins it, who gets a big, crazy, funny ITM. So we see Gabby, I'm excited. Greer, I'm excited. I wrote Gabby gets her 3,000th ITM here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But these ITMs that her and Greer do are just like, yeah, I can't wait. Bahamas, I'm so excited. Then we see fucking Katie. She reveals herself doing a little dance, pretending to blow smoke out of finger guns as she sings Bahama Mama No Drama. And she wins this fucking ITM competition. That's... Hannah Brown-esque Bahama Mama No Drama I'm excited to go to the Bahamas ITM was also my winner of the ITM about the Bahamas competition. <laughs> That's our new <laughs> award we're going to give out. Yeah, Bahamas competition. <laughs> I don't think we're going enough into the Minutia Awards. <laughs> you know what? You're right. We need another tier under the actual awards that is Minutia Awards. Yes. Uh, we go then to the Bahamas, the Bahamar, and the ladies wander at this resort in all in pastels. Kind of seems like their outfits are coordinated, which I love. And they go into the hotel, and they I love Cleveland the fuck out of this hotel suite. 
four players specifically jump on the bed and get in the tub, that's a staple of our I Love Cleveland. That's a huge I Love Cleveland. The getting in the tub is not always present. When they put it in, that's a special season. Thank Mm -hmm. you. It means the players, uh, their camaraderie is so tight, they're even bathing together. Yes. It's a fantastic image. It really does show you solidarity of the second audience. I'd also like to bring to your attention, one of the ITMs as they're walking in is given to Davia. This is also a very important ITM. It is used right before every I Love Cleveland when they get to a new place, especially one that is sponsoring the show. She gets the product placement ITM. We have made it to the Bahamar Resort. She says the name, the trademark. This is the logo. This is the company that is paying us. It just says it's so beautiful here. That's all she says. Nothing fancy here, but she does get the job done. Congratulations to Davia. Maybe this is a parting gift, uh, you know, as we see what happens later in the the television program. It's to kind of remind you of who Davia is. They're like, we need to put a few ITMs in of her. Uh, They all yell Zach the snack off the balcony, and we see Zach showering outdoors as if no one is watching. I I wrote the fucking literal (laughs) same phrase. There's just like a way he's getting into it that's like, pretend we're not here, Zach. Like, it's that. God damn it. I wrote the same phrase. I mean, that could be a scream, but he is, uh, he's ITMing about. We are one mind now. <laughs> uh, he ITMs readiness for a fresh restart. And then he rides on a boat as he, uh, ITMs more readiness for deep feelings to begin, dizziness about the upcoming date. And then back in the common room, the players get a date card. Davia says, amidst all of this, it would be fun to make out with him in the ocean. And the date card, the first one-on-one date card goes to Catherine or Cat, but not the cat you remembered from the first two episodes. This is now a different cat. New K with a K. New cat with a K. <laughs> it is. It's so fucking confusing. Even in my notes, I don't call her cat. I call her Catherine. I can't do it. I simply can't do it. Well, that's too long to be writing. I've switched to KAT. Personally, uh, Kat says it's going to be private time because you're in the water. I was like, ooh, Kat is a student of this game. Can't be mic'd up. So it'll be intimate. And Greer produces tears and says, I'm just sad. I got no time last week. I was hoping you really wanted to see me, but you're going to have so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say. There is some like <laughs> hardcore fucking tear play this season that is coming usually after somebody else gets a, a rose or a, a date card where it's like, fuck, it's it's disappointment tears yeah. at their own performances. We're getting so much of that this season. I fucking absolutely love it. Greer is just doing it constantly. We'll get to some more of it later in the, uh, the show. I feel like it's been a couple seasons since people cried at date card names being read like that's intense you know why why it's a loss these players are playing a game they've all read the book and they understand what's at stake here this isn't just a kind of like oh well we'll see what happens this is like fuck if i don't get this one-on-one date i'm not gonna get my 50k which we'll get to get my 50k yes uh we see cat so Fortier provides an STCO for the girl crying at her getting the one-on-one. Love this. Yes. And we are getting some Anastasia ITMs. I wanted to learn more about him. She's she's complaining about time as well. Portion two. We start with some sequels. Zach says, 
to Kat, I'm a Bahama Papa looking for his Bahama Mama. <laughs> so at this point, all I'm thinking is like, this is the second time in about seven minutes we have heard the phrase Bahama Mama. I get it. They're in the Bahamas. The producer. The producers are just fucking loading them with Bahama Mama. Yes. Yeah, see who will say it back to us. <laughs> yes. Can we, Can I please have the Bahama Mama tapes released? I believe. Look, just pack your bags real quick. Just a short trip, but we're going to... Conspiracy Town. Population. Me. They had a whole fucking half day of shooting where they were just making people say Bahama Mama in different contexts, <laughs> in different sentences. And there's a whole fucking tape of that somewhere. And I fucking want it. Release the Bahama Mama tape. They were like... Bahama Mama, How to Win the Bachelor. Bahama Mama, How to Win the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, there's that tape. That was the whole yeah. day. It was people only doing those two things. No, but this is this is something that we say in the book, is to come up with colorful phrases, things that you know are like a little funny or a little cute because they're very likely to be put in the edit. And here you see this phrase put in the edit twice already. And like Katie dancing with the finger guns is so... Hannah Brown, I'm 40RR, but I'm quirky. I'm just being myself. I'm like slightly odd for a blonde white girl. <laughs> okay, so. As a somewhat blonde white girl, <laughs> I can say that. Well, uh, then Catherine forces a laugh at Bahama Mama and he ITMs an exciting day planned. He feels their connection has gotten better and he wants to strengthen it. Then uh, they come up to the sailboat. G.I. Tim's excitement about this getting a whole day with him. They board the sailboat. It's called The Outsider. Uh, I tried to find meaning in that and could not. She rubs him down with sunscreen to keep him young. This recalls her limo exit. She did the same thing. She SPF'd him. And then Zach gets this ITM where he says, basically, he's nervous about how hot she is. He's never dated a model, he says. So we already know she's fulfilling this chemistry play without even really doing anything. That she's probably at the top of his list where chemistry play is concerned. He rubs her down with sunscreen. You know how else we know that? Well, yeah. They're playing porno music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... Same note. Yeah. <laughs> I said porn music kicks in. How did you describe it? This is the siren. This is a siren edit. Yeah. Ariel's also getting this. Yep. I wrote, they play porno music. I wrote porn music kicks in, so we were slightly different there. Kicks yeah. in. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Kat takes off Zach's shirt, says he's very nicely groomed, and he ITM, she's digging the chest here. That's a green flag. And I'm like, really? Zach, are you? I know. I think his greatest fear might come true. It, it's very hard for me to watch <laughs> him. And I'm just going to say this to all the guys out there who think, uh, I don't need coaching. I'll just go in. I'll fly by the seat of my pants. The best case scenario mm -hmm. is exactly what's happened to Zach Shawcross. Yeah. You float through a, a season where you make it kind of deep and it doesn't work out, but you're still likable. And they say, here's the bachelor. Some sort of safe choice. Yep. And now you go in as a bachelor and you don't know what this game's about. You're going to get eaten alive by the players that are there now. That's exactly what's happening to him. So if you're a guy out there, and you're going on the next season of Bachelorette. And I know there's a bunch of you that now know you are. Hit me up. Love that. Uh, he also ITM. She's so fun, goofy, confident, doesn't take herself too seriously. Mm. The doesn't take herself too seriously line. I saw a TikTok recently of a woman who was like 
who it was just screenshotted dating hinge profiles of men looking for women who don't take themselves too seriously. And it was like her breaking down like what she thought that actually meant. What does that mean? It was very funny. (laughs) It means a woman that's going to put up with my shit. Yeah, exactly. That's so fucking funny. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. They dance together. They jump in the water with snorkels. They see these underwater sculptures. So cool. That sculpture is called the Ocean Atlas. It's a statue that sits on the western coastline of New Providence in Nassau, Bahamas. The artwork depicts a local Bahamian girl carrying the weight of the ocean over her in reference to the ancient Greek myth of Atlas, the titan who held up the heavens. Catherine then ITMs that looking at such artwork is out of her comfort zone and it feels like a couple moment. It feels nice to be wanted and desired. Zach ITMs, this feels natural with her. Right out of the gate, it's easy. It's something he's looking for. And I'm just watching this like, fuck, he doesn't see it. He doesn't see what's happening here. This is a highly skilled first audience player, the likes of which we may have never seen. I won't say never seen, but this is like a Courtney Robertson level performance that we're watching without the villain laid over it. It's like if you could take Courtney Robertson and take the fun of the villainy away, you'd be left with this very 4TR seeming uh, first audience player. And that's exactly what we've got here. You don't buy she's 4TR? She may be. I don't know. But I'm watching what she's doing play style. And it's lights out. Yeah. She. I mean, I think she could have told after this date or maybe even after the cocktail party. Like next week, I think she can tell him, leave the show with me right now, and it's done. I think he fucking executes everybody. She has that kind of power right now at this point in the game. I definitely, after this date, I was like, oh, she's got to be top four. Absolutely. Playoffs. Yes. Uh, we cut back to the house. The ladies are sunbathing in the pool. I love this, that they're actually staying in a nice place. And... Anastasia is talking about how she's a floater and she says to me it's obvious he's chosen his favorite girls out of the group and I'm not one of them Mm. what am I doing here she ITM she's spiraling and she says I do trust him but every time I've trusted a man it's backfired hint of a PTC here I'd like to bring up two points about this conversation one Mm -hmm. immediately behind all the players is an army of seagulls strutting their stuff and they were not my fucking creature of the week, which is incredible because what they did was fascinating. These goals turned into fucking massive performance as creatures. I salute you, but I am sorry. You'll know why later you did not receive my creature of the week. Then we also (laughs) come to this point where Anastasia admits that she can now tell she's not one of his favorites. You've given out a creature apology. I had to because I, I just needed to acknowledge the seagulls. They really did some work there in the creature field. But Anastasia here openly admits that she knows she's not one of his favorites. She's And this is a, a strong skill to have if you're a player, to recognize your first audience game is fucking burned. You're done. There's nothing there. Now, if you're a good player, you immediately turn to your second and third audience games because that's all you got now. You have to impress the other players or the producers or potentially both. That's the only way you're sticking around now. Once you recognize the first audience ain't going to keep you. And I think there are some players who have recognized that they're floaters and are taking different strategies here. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And uh, Anastasia turns out to not be good. But nonetheless, um, she says she's spiring. She tells the other players she trusts them, like you're saying. And she's hoping to get that validation of the one-on-one. Back on the first one-on-one, we see uh, Catherine just fucking... Just crushing this. Um, He tells her it felt comfortable. Like it wasn't our first date. Yeah, I agree. Very comfortable around you. It's fantastic mirroring technique here. 
He's very happy with how. That's why I was dancing. She did like weird mirroring dancing to his dance moves. She tells him in the past, she started off strong with people and then it fizzles fast. But that wasn't the case with him. This is a mini PTC almost thrown in. What happens with me is guys are initially interested and then, nope, it fizzles. Not with you though. She's known him for two weeks. This is the shortest relationship he's ever had in his life. And she's making him think it's longer because it's... It's compared to other players who are fizzling because it's from their first date to one week later. <laughs> God, it's oh, it's so well played. And then he says yeah. he notices her. She makes him giddy and embarrassed. That's love level one. One of the best first dates ever. We get a kiss. She ITMs being surprised at how well it's going. If Even to the producers now, she's playing them. It feels like the fire's building and the flames won't go out. Brilliant poetry here. Never experienced this before. And she thinks tonight will be even better. They kiss. And then we get a bachelorette casting card. Very classy. Are you ready to see sparks flying when you kiss the love of your life? Have they turned the corner on these fucking things? They, the casting cards are have <laughs> done a shallcross 180 this season. They are completely different in tone. I, I Look, I, I think when they're respecting the game more, it's just, just generally better. I Agree. And whenever they're making decisions, they should be like, is this respecting the game? Make decisions along that. I-T-R-T-G. Okay? I'm with you. I-T-R-T-G. Is this respecting the game? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I am not with you. (laughs) No, you are. You coined it. You fucking coined it. I'm I'm down for that. I-R. Is this respecting the game? Okay. Oh, my God. By the way, we forgot to announce Book Watch. At the beginning of this, we are on, what episode number is this? Four. Four. Book watch number equals four. But to be honest, this this episode had the most resonance of the book of any episode so far for me. I felt like they were kind of talking about it under the surface. I thought the exact same thing. I was going to say we still haven't seen book, but we've seen book sign. That's a reference to Dune. Thank you very much. Um. The book is there. It is there. We know it's there and we're kind of yeah, starting to feel, feel it. it, but we haven't seen it yet. That's all. I feel it's ghosts. Yeah. Tingles. But what we did see is portion three. It begins with night falling back at the mansion. Jess tells the other players how terrifying the whole experience is. She ITMs wanting the one-on-one to quell her nervousness. A date card arrives. It's a group date. It's time to turn up the heat, says the card. And we're going to see Allie, Katie, Ariel, Davia, Genevieve, Anastasia, Kylie, Mercedes, Charity, Gabby, Jess, and Greer on this date, which means Brooklyn is going to get the one-on-one B this week. And she ITMs excitement and disbelief at her good fortune. She thanks the other players for their support. Charity ITMs being discouraged and sad. It's been hard for her to get to the depths uh, with Zach, and she can imagine having a one-on-one be the perfect time to make that happen. Back on the one-on-one A. It's dinner. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now, do I even need to say anything? I think we all know how this works. The maroon jacket and jeans. What? Oh. <laughs> Okay, different thing. We're not on the same page. (laughs) Did you say a maroon jacket and jeans? It's what he's wearing on this date. It's a horrible outfit. I didn't notice the outfit. What I did notice, though, what I go into in in the night portions of all one-on-ones is what do they do today? She kind of set up a little bit of a wall. I've had bad relationships in the past. We know that much. And it's going well. So in the night, you overcome that wall with the full playing of a PTC, and that gives you a rose every time. This is this is the pattern. Does she adhere to it? Let's see. The one-on-one pattern, which is outlined in our book, How to Win the Bachelor. 
I mean, this is this is definite reader behavior. Uh, she ITMs that having an entire day was better than she's ever experienced before, and she wants to be vulnerable with him and tell him things that make her her. She says he comes from a very traditional background, and she doesn't, so that makes her worried. Now, at this point, I'm like, what does she mean traditional? Yeah, what does she mean? Are we talking about politics here? Are we talking about religion here? Turns out, no, we're just talking about familial structure. They discuss how much fun they had, and he talks about his parents, and she starts to talk about how scared she is because he has this stable family, which she admires. And he's like, well, why is that scary? And she says, because of the fear of being judged. She is slow rolling this PTC. She is getting the most value out of it. She is in incorporating him in her story. You have to ask me the questions to get this out. So she sets him up. I'm scared about your family's stability. Of course, he's going to ask her why. She's playing this man like a fucking violin. And I'm not saying that means she doesn't have feelings for him. She fucking may. But this shit is expert. She has got this guy wrapped around her finger through this conversation. It is, it's a fucking mm -hmm. unbelievable thing to watch in this era of reality television that you can still have something like this. I, I just fucking loved it. At any rate, uh, she says, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I watched this like fucking three times. I was like, this is mind-blowing, her performance. She says because she fears being judged. And he says, yeah, there was a or she tells him there was a difference in upbringings. She plays this PTC here of having a bad relationship with her mom. So bad, in fact, that she had a period when she didn't even live at home. But she wants him to know it's because of that. She doesn't want to have that now in her relationships. She wants somebody to stay with her when things get hard. And then she pauses. What do you cap this off with? After you play PTC, you better have some of that tear play. She throws a little of that fucking spice on there just for good measure. And she says she's scared because she sees where he comes from, admires it so much that she's worried someone like him, who is healthy and has this beautiful family, can never love someone like her. This is an unlovable homage to Ben Higgins here. Mm -hmm. And he's in trance. He's literally in trance. He goes into this whole speech about, I'm going to love somebody for who they are, not their past or their family. You deserve somebody that's going to love you like that, implying that's me. He tells her she uh, has had power and knows her worth. He said similar kind of things to some other players, uh, but you're not settling for anything less. You're brave. You're vulnerable. Wow. She says, uh, just what you said is better than anything she's ever experienced. So your response to my PTC also is fucking fantastic. Loves that it's received with grace. He calls her awesome, not kick-ass. So we know he means it. And then he fucking gives her a kiss. Thanks for opening up. Kiss back. She ITMs that he uh, received her opening up better than anyone in her life. He touches flower. He tells her he's more excited than ever. Couldn't have imagined all this. Gives her the one-on-one -on -one rose. Of course he does. There's a kiss. Uh, and then he ITMs. He ITMs. Please. Two meteors colliding and creating a star. It's fireworks. Cut to fireworks. But this perfectly played estranged parent PTC by cat complete with tear play complete with the setup ball play beforehand complete with the Ben Higgins hashtag unlovable branding complete with giving complos to Zach Shawcross in the process was my Play, 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 play of the game. This rewriting of a perfect one-on-one -on -one 
using every strength the player has, avoiding all the weakness and getting the exact outcome you want, not only in this game, but in all future games because of what you've set up here, was also my. Play, 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 play of the game. Look, there's a bunch of fucking basketball players in the NBA who can slam dunk. There was only one Michael Jordan. He did it better than anybody, in my opinion. It's debatable, but not really. You know what I'm saying? This was like watching Michael Jordan do a slam dunk. What about LeBron James? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Michael Jordan just had a certain style, certain flair. And I'm saying anybody can do the pattern right. But to do it like this yeah. elevated it to a fucking level I don't know that I've really seen in terms of like how she sucked that man in. Yeah, He's not ever getting out of that trap she built for him um, <laughs> unless some shit comes off. If she gets a 4TWR accusation later in the season that may be credible, I don't fucking know how he's going to handle that shit. Because right now, that would devastate him. I mean, we're going with the anyone getting a 4TWR accusation immediately has to go home. I guess those are the rules now. But uh, It's like, well, the new game's been established. Everybody should start firing 4TWR accusations. We'll get to it. That's what strategy... As soon as I saw that, that's what I would do. As long as you have a couple people to verify. I... This play by Kat was so subtle and beautiful. And we do see people play this structure with less subtlety with like, it'll be more like forced in. This was gorgeous. It made me, it was like such a good first audience play, but it's also such a good fourth audience play because it's like setting yourself up. If you get dumped, it's proving yourself that you are unlovable. And don't we need to prove back to Kat that she is lovable? And I just, I really love the way that she brought him into it by asking those questions, but also by including his family, basically, in her PTC. It's your family that I admire, that I aspire to have, and that's what makes me feel bad about this. That somebody from something that I want wouldn't like me. And then he's the guy. He's the something from the thing she wants. No, I have to assure you I like you. He gets to be the savior here and be like, no, I can give you exactly what you want to solve this PTC. Oh, God. It was so good. And then, of course, she gets rewarded with fireworks, uh, a prestige award from the uh, producers, the other players, then obviously back at the hotel are forced to go (laughs) out and watch these fireworks. And I think it's Kylie. Is it Kylie who correctly recognizes? I thought it was Allie who says, damn it, she got fireworks. So good. Because they all know what it means. Yep. And they all run out there in, in like a jealous rage. Zach ITM, something, sometimes things that are too good to be true. Did it really go that well? Fuck or shit. It did because he curses. He's a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Portion four begins. Daytime. We get some beach shots, some palm trees. A producer made a sign that reads fifth annual fish fry. Did you see that? It was the same font as the like leaping tree kissing booth whatever like they use the same person to paint all those sides i went to some other place when i saw that sign and i was like what does this fucking mean fifth annual fish fry have there been four other fish fries in the bahamas on the bachelor that have taken place in successive years what is this what are they why is it the fifth annual fish fry 
it's acting like it's like a local fish fry, which is a real thing. I went to a fish fry when I was in um, Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Okay. Delicious. So they're just pretending. It, they're, I think they're pretending it's like a local tradition. Yeah. Okay. They couldn't have just said fish fry. They have to bake in this thing that it's like a, a weird local tradition. Like, why that level? Why go to that level? I think I think the only, there's only one thing to do, and you got to go to the forums. I'll go there tomorrow. You got to get in the local fish fry forums and see what's up. <laughs> Solve it like the Rachel Kirkconnell's skydiving incident. I'm sure they have some kind of database about when fish fries in the Bahamas are started and which one's been going the longest and which one's only been around for five years. And then I have to narrow it down. I'll get there. Anyways, <laughs> the players walk down the path. I'm calling Minushular myself. I'm not even doing it. I'm encouraging it. At this <laughs> you have to stop me because I can't stop myself. I know you can't, but I don't I don't have any. I can't. After 2023, I got to just, yeah. Okay, just give in. Sure. So all the players meet Zach on the beach. Nobody runs to him. Davia gets the first hug here, but no Huju. Blown opportunity. I mean, she went home. Coincidence? No. Zach says to them, some of the group dates are scary, but we're eating good and drinking. And a man plays the drums and they have a dance party. And Zach dances in his ITM and says, you can't see my hips. They're moving. He has a sim- very similar dance style to Clayton Eckerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess and Greer dance. Genevieve does a gorgeous toast, calling all the women gorgeous. I like all of the women complimenting each other all the time. Yep. And Ariel does some food play with Zach. There's a lady who sells some corn fritters. And Gabby plays an IFI here. I can't. I'm allergic to shellfish. And then, I mean, this is there's just so much attention on Gabby. She ITMs, I can't make an effort because of my allergies. I'm in the background. And then she produces tears as Anastasia is catching shellfish with her mouth. <laughs> They made a whole story of the shellfish thing. She can't kiss him because he has eaten it. Why? I don't know. If you're looking at this edit. She's a Nepo baby. She's a producer's daughter. This is what I see in the edit. What? They're putting all the attention on her. Her story for this group date was a literal non-story. She could not participate in the group date because of a food allergy. They showed us that instead of showing Zach hitting it off with somebody else or whatever they were doing, they're giving her screen time for a reason, I believe. I really don't think they want you to root for people who like aren't going to go that far. They want you to be rooting somewhat for whoever the top people are. Yeah. Yeah. This just makes me think. And it looks like she's getting the princess date, pretty woman date in the promo. Oh, shit. That was her. She was in Tool. I don't know. And then there's a man here who conducts the limbo. And this man says, are you ready? How low can you go? And it was such a great moment. He really shone on camera. And that's why he was my... Jorge, 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 Jorge Moreno. Bystander of the week. He was mine too. He was also my. Jorge, 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 Jorge Moreno. 
Bystander of the Week. Are, I mean, are we just melding minds now? Are we seeing it exactly the same? I don't know, Clues. Wait, did you give Cat your play of the game? Yeah. You did? Oh, Jesus. Wow. It's not often we line up on this many. Well, we'll see face plays. We haven't done that one yet. See if that one. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got... Ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and <laughs> my. Um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. Mm. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Meundies. Comfort. From the outside in. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And One Skin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists 
Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Heads up. I think we have a reader because Anastasia asks for a kiss for courage and she doesn't get it from Zach. Oh, that's tough to see. He gives her the cheek. Turn of the cheek. You can only use the good luck kiss request in a moment where it's not going to seem like aggressive to the other players when they're all standing in a line behind you. I don't know. I agree. Or maybe he just already knew she was going home. Uh, Kylie ITMs that Anastasia's pushing herself to the front. She stole him right out the gate. She does get this first responder one-on-one and they talk about how sweaty they are. Someone says, are we just grabbing him? And someone else says all fair in the game of love. So everyone is kind of pissed that she has done this first one-on-one time and Kylie performs a steal from Anastasia but this is there's so much that happens in this deal. We should. I know. I know. We, this is maybe going to be another hour long episode by itself because it's rare now that you see a steal in game. There are no organic steals. They are all done by producers. Maybe you can go to a producer and say, I want to have more time with him. You can maybe convince them to help you get one, but you ain't getting a steal unless they tell you to. And so this is purposeful. I don't believe the producers know what's going to happen as a result, but they send her in. They fire in Kylie. Anastasia blocks. Give me a few minutes. Kylie lingers and then even begs, don't make me do this. Please let me have him. I don't want to fight you, says Anastasia. I'm awkward at this. Uses her nickname, Stassi, babe, please let me have him. Clearly friends. And then Anastasia says, I don't want to fight you. And she gives him up. This is an official steal. Attempted block steal. Attempted block. And Kylie just powered through and, and made sure this happened. Now, here's Anastasia fucked up here. Um, and I don't, I mean, fuck it. I'm going to give Anastasia's, ah, shit, I don't know. I'm going ah, <laughs> to, I don't know. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to give Anastasia's fucked up block my error, 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 error of the game. It was between this and Kylie's tattle. But um, this, I think, I don't know if this knocked her out. At any rate, this is what she should have done um, instead of giving this steal up. She should have looked to Zach Mm -hmm. and said, look, it's up to you. I I just want to talk to you for a few more minutes and then you can talk to her. But it's up to you. You put it on him. Yeah. He, He will not be an asshole if you position it that way. He'll give you the minutes. It's a successful block. And it's on him. So the second audience ostensibly can't get pissed at you. Yeah. Have him block for you. Instead, what she does is make this incredibly awkward moment that beefs up that rivalry. And uh, who knows if she would have done this tattle had that been the case, had she played it like that. I don't know. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, 
if you're going to attempt a block steal, you better solidify it because you're going to antagonize that person. Absolutely. Who is attempting to steal. And we get this Kylie one-on-one time. Kylie says, I missed you. Damn, I caught feelings. Love level one. Zach says there's something there. And we can open up tonight at the after party. Zach keeps saying this, like, let's not do one-on-one. Don't open up on the sand. I know. <laughs> you, you can just hear the producers. Uh, Zach, tell her not to open up. You got to keep her closed and tell the after party, then she can open up. Mm-hmm. Or we'll play only at the fifth annual fried festival, or what are we calling it? She missed her opportunity at the fish fry. She has to remain closed up now. We then see both of them telling all of the other players about what has happened and kind of escalating the situation. Yes, and, and all of those... Uh, things are girl chats. Those are all forced by producers too. So the producers have seen this little thing goes down Mm -hmm. and then they just fucking dump gasoline all over it. Now you go talk to her about it. Go talk to her about it. Now you go talk to her about it. It's all these different pairings and groupings of players all fucking talking about this, all forced by producers. They're just, they're building something here out of almost nothing. And I got to say, this comes across however it comes across, but fuck, producers... This is one of your moments of genius, I feel like, this season. This is very well done. There was nothing here. They made a whole fucking meal out of it, and it was pretty entertaining. It was. It made me nostalgic Yes. for Nick Vial's volleyball group date. I agree. I, I fucking thought so, too. Because the drama really is more with the players than it is with... The Bachelor, like he's not even really involved in this. Same thing with Vial's volleyball date. It's all the players being like, "This fucking date sucks." Yeah, he's off doing his dino dance. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this was fucking beautiful. This this whole sequence, Um, everybody gets mad. Good job, producers. Gabby gets a little colorful narrator again in an ITM to explain what's going on. Oh my god! And it basically boils down to Anastasia is insinuating that Kylie wants to physically fight her, but nobody actually <laughs> thinks that. That's essentially the long and short of this. Yes. <laughs> and then Kylie ITM's annoyance at everything because she had good mo- good momentum, but now she's being dragged into this drama. Dragged into it. She is fucking starting it, in my opinion. She hopes Zach's going to see uh, that she only has pure intentions. She wants to say something about Anastasia, but she doesn't want to open up a can of worms. And Zach says, I can't wait to see you all at the after party, and they head out. Portion five begins. We're at the group date after party. All of the players are holding hands. Love this. Allie, ITM's Anastasia dominated the date. I feel like we're supposed to be turning on Anastasia. and We're starting to be supposed to. And Katie has a one-on-one. And Zach says, how you doing? She says, okay, group t- setting is tough. But end of the day, I'm here for you. If I have to toss a couple elbows... You know, day one, I knew I liked this guy. Love level one. He says, there's a little spark. It's pretty apparent between us. Can I kiss you? I've been waiting. And (laughs) weirdo behavior. Such a weirdo. (laughs) That was kind of weird. They talk while they're kissing. She tells me it smells like whiskey. I thought this was a good move. And we get one-on-one time with Jess. He tells her everything you do is not unnoticed. Stay strong. And she needed to hear that. One-on-one with Charity. They sit in the pool with these big, beautiful drinks. And she tells him how much she loves how intentional he is. And it means a lot. They make out. And Zach ITM's about Charity. She loves what could be of a relationship. 
the future. She's very into the future. She loves the possibilities. Gabby gets one on time, tells him she had a dream about him, so she knows she likes him. Love level one. And Zach says, that gets me excited and nervous. She says, I'm nice. You don't need to be nervous. And they make out. We see Katie eating and listening to Anastasia. They're giving her more of this kind of clown uh, entertainer position. And Anastasia talks to Kylie. Kylie says, you know what I meant? Stop making it awkward. Anastasia's like, it was a miscommunication. And we're we're solidified in this rivalry between Kylie and Anastasia. Mm-hmm. And Kylie ITMs, Anastasia's trying to victimize herself. I don't want to make tonight about Anastasia, but I need to say something. I'm assuming she's doing this because she is like, like Anastasia, realizes she's at a floater level. And she's like, let's spice it up. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know why she's doing this exactly other than to get screen time. This is a little bit of a blaze of glory. I mean, if you read our book, you know that tattling is a very risky behavior. Um, it will get you a lot of screen time for one episode, potentially two, maybe three, if you can really drag it out. But it's going to bite you in the ass in the end. And she's choosing to do it here. I think producers might force them. Like, be like, you have to go home if you don't tattle or something. Right. Or imply that. I don't know. Because this this surprised me. <laughs> but uh, we get this one-on-one with Kylie and Zach where she brings up the steal from Anastasia and she explains that what she said was taken out of context. She brings up that Anastasia made it seem like she was trying to, again, physically fight her. She's embarrassed by this whole thing. She says it's hearsay. But uh, Charity said Anastasia is always talking about her Instagram followers while she's here. This is a for the wrong reasons attack. This freaks Zach out. Something he won't stand for. He is terrified of a 4TWR player. I'll say this again to not only Zach, but everyone on the show then. Delete your Instagrams. Kylie says it's not something she actually heard, but she felt it was something she needed to be known. This is an interesting form of a tattle. It was going to be my error of the game, but um, I mean, it's, it's right up there with Anastasia's thing. If you're going to tattle, you have to basically have ironclad evidence or admit nothing like Katie Thurston did in season 25, where she's like, look, I'm not going to say shit, but somebody is like, their life could be ruined by this rumor that's going around. You need to know about that. Put it at like a seriousness that's above the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this here is not that. <laughs> no, it is not. And Kylie tattling on Anastasia with this 4TWR accusation, doing the dirty work of Charity herself, who's the one who has dropped this bomb in the group was my error 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 of the game charity's gameplay is reminding me of a little victoria p popeye peter weber's season dropping little bombs letting them explode and not really taking the flack yeah She's nowhere to be seen for any of this. Her play style, very good. Kylie's not as good. Mm-hmm. Because now you're also tied to this thing where like, I'll just tell you hearsay. I'm not e- I'm not even potentially honest. I don't even know what this is. Just something I heard. Well, then why the fuck are you telling me? Yep. Throw it out there. But Zach ITMs that he can't make assumptions, so he must launch an investigation. <laughs> he gets this first one-on-one time with Charity. She's his first witness. She says she did overhear it. And that shouldn't be what anyone is talking about. 
the referring to the Instagram followers, Zach ITM's frustration at Anastasia and being brought back to his for the wrong reasons fears. He comes back to the group and tells them that he's giving his all. And there may be someone here for the wrong, as he puts it, intention. It's the wrong reasons, though. Then he calls his next witness. Anastasia is called to the stand. The other players are left wondering what he's talking about. Kylie does not say anything, and we get a cliffhanger when he has a question for her. He's like, I've got a question for you. We cut to commercial. We come back. We're right back into it. Zach asks her point blank if she's here for him. She says, yes. He says he heard something else. He heard that she's here for Instagram followers, and he is shocked. She says she is too. I'm shocked. <laughs> but as they're both sitting here doing this, I'm just like, is this fucking real? Like how both of them have Instagram accounts that they are going to monetize. They both do. Everyone on the show does. I don't understand this at this point in the fucking game. It's like... It's crazy. Who, what fourth audience member is watching this and believing any of it? What percentage of the audience is sitting there like, that's right, they shouldn't be talking about Instagram, but they all have Instagram and they all make money off of it. It's just after the Brendan and Piper episode of Bachelor in Paradise, I didn't think we would see such a straight up demonization of Instagram. Yes. And I think it is forced into the conversation because of how to win The Bachelor. I think this is the book. I think that the book has been completely edited out of this. Yeah. And that the 50K was definitely top 14. I don't know exactly if we had estimations like that, but it's it's getting this in the conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, top 14 is just how many players were there. So she must have just said, like, all of us who've made it this far, we're all going to get plus 50K. Um, and we do have some kind of metrics in there that talk about like likelihood of reaching certain numbers if you make it as far, however far you make it in the season. But it's just so strange to me. Like, I agree with you, Brennan Piper or Brennan Rice and Piper James. Um, you know, they set the tone. You cannot say the word Instagram while you're shooting this show or they will have it on camera or someone will overhear it and you're fucked. Anyone can use mm -hmm. that to successfully assassinate you now. And it makes me think that the producers put... Mandrell and Victoria Jameson in this season specifically to vilify and demonize social media. And uh, I don't know why the Victoria Jameson one didn't really work out. They cut her out of the whole season pretty much from top to bottom. But the Mandrell one, we saw how that worked out. They did turn her into a villain as quickly as they possibly fucking could. Despite the fact that she's a single mom. I know. You and I, we were excited about, we were excited about the fact that they had a some huge numbers going in some of the players. And then those are the people. Yeah. They, they're very clearly taking a stance in, in the saucers here. Yeah. That you cannot even say Instagram. She had another thing. If I may, she had another thing where uh, Anastasia, where she's telling him like, um, yeah, a bunch of players came to me and I said, I would hook them up with my contacts for the brands I work with when we get off the show. How is that bad? And why are these other players not being investigated? Where's that investigation? He only He's only doing the mandatory investigations. He's not trying to open further investigations. I know. The attorney general, you know, it's all politics, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kylie says there's an elephant in the room and that he was asking about Anastasia and the vibe she was giving off in the house. That is... Does not appear to be true from what we saw. And I told him I didn't hear directly, but told you said that something that 14 of us will come here and have at least 50K Instagram followers. Anastasia says, I don't know how that could just come up in conversation. 
taken out of context. Kylie says, well, he knows I didn't hear the whole conversation. Okay, so she's trying to deflect it to Charity. Charity goes, why would you say 14 girls at this point would get 50K? I wrote here in all caps, the book was cut out of this episode. This is proof. And if I may, during that conversation, when Kylie does come forward to take full responsibility for uh, the elephant in the room, they cut to a shot of one player reacting. And that shot of that player's reaction was my... Face play of the game. I'm talking, of course, about Gabby. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of it. Looking directly into camera, lips pursed, eyes wide in an holy shit, what am I witnessing type face. Why cut to her? Screen time. Screen time. Screen time. Thank you, Gabby, for this face play of the game. Well, and lips pursed is just a good face play. I agree. We then get some one-on-one time with Ariel. She opens with a, how you doing? I'm so exhausted. This is a, a great uh, position to have your one-on-one time right after some big shit has popped off. You get to come in and be the caring player that's like, how are you doing? That must not be easy for you. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I feel for you. I wanted to check in on you. I know that was your initial fear. And, you know, you might be worried about wasting your time. And he's like, well, with you, it's so fun. You have me intrigued. And she says, oh, maybe one day you'll understand me. Ask me anything. He doesn't ask her a single question. Doesn't matter. Okay. And she offers up my favorite color is green. And then they kiss. Straight chemistry play. She's like. Tongue play. She's like, oh, you don't want to get to know me at all? Fine. Chemistry play. She immediately shifts gears and it pays off. Obviously, we find that out. And she ITMs, showing him if we have bad days, you can lean on me. Exactly. They blow on the conks. He says, you never blew conk in high school band. See, he can come up with a question. <laughs> she says, never. I was a virgin. <laughs> sort of joke PVC from Ariel. Yeah. And then he returns to the group. He appreciates everyone for being there. He's excited about what's to come in the future. Wait. <laughs> Before that, Jess says to the group, I wish we could peel off these petals and every single one of us could get this rose. Oh my God. Anastasia, start asking Jess for some lines to get your second audience game up. (laughs) It's like when they broke off the crown in Mean Girls, give a piece to everyone for prom queen. Experimental play. Yes. You just go ahead and do that. You just go ahead and pick up the fucking rose when he's out on a one-on-one time. You pull it apart and you give everybody a pedal. And when he comes back, you say, I did that because I know these choices are hard for you and they're hard for us. And I wanted to make tonight easy. Disappeared from the show. If you do that, guaranteed. Good luck. Disappear me. I'll be in the shadows. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Zach, tells everyone that uh, someone makes her excited about all of this. Ariel gets that zero pointer. Love that. Mm. And then we get some instant tears from Anastasia. It's so fucking good. An STCO from Greer. Oh my god. It's so... Wait, is it Greer? I thought it was Davia that's STCOing her. Oh, shit. I don't know. 
It was hard to see if I remember right. It was like a side kind of profile. We don't know. Davia or Greer. But this fucking immediate tear play after somebody gets a group date rose or a date card or some shit is like... It's hilarious. This is my favorite thing about this season. It's happening literally always. There's always somebody crying at this shit. God damn it, it's good. Strong tear players this season. Anastasia ITMs this feels like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's basically really setting the tear play bar for like, if you can't kind of like cry on command you might as well not even show up in this era. <laughs> That's so true. You got to go off of your uh, SSRIs to go on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you know what? When we were doing the face breakdown from With Your Mom and Dad podcast, and we saw Anastasia's face, I said she had Flanagan eyes. Yeah. Guess what? She's getting a Flanagan edit. Ooh, she really is. Although Flanagan made it further. She didn't last as long, but... She didn't get a three-on-one with fucking Hannah Sluss and Victoria Fuller. She's kind of getting that slight vilification against these 4TRR uh, sexy babies. Then we get a casting card for your pappy or any senior citizen who's still young at heart and looking for love. Portion 7 begins. Daytime. It's that one-on-one B with Brooklyn. This is an adventure ATV slash private concert date. She greets him on the beach with something we ain't seen this season yet. The first official hooju of Bachelor season 27 is a mediocre hooju. Good approach. Enthusiasm. Some speed here. But the speed is wasted in a very sloppy single leg mount. A cling that doesn't even attempt ankle lock that leads into a single kiss. A single kiss. When you're in the cling, you get up high and you rain them down. I want to see five minimum. One kiss is too few. Five minimum. <laughs> Especially if you don't have ankle lock. This is a wasted cling, in my opinion. One kiss is way too few. Falling in love with me, five kisses must be done. I don't know that song. But she does have a pretty good dismount. Well, let me just say about the hooju. A sand hooju is such a high rating of difficulty. This is actually the only type of hooju I've attempted mm. in real life, and it is so hard. The sand produces all this drag on your approach, sure. and then it's hard to get any air from your mount. Okay. I mean, if you want to add in difficulty, fine. It's it's a mediocre hooju that maybe had a higher degree of difficulty. If you're going to do the high degree of difficulty, fucking pull it off. <laughs> Put a fucking trampoline in front of you. Or do it fucking uh, convince the producers. I mean, that's part of your game. If you see that there's something like an obstacle, you got to get rid of it. Tell them you want to do it on the fucking boardwalk or whatever. But um, pretty good dismount. No physical breaks. No visual breaks with the anchor. And she transitions into a double handhold. Pretty well done there. I give it a 7.34 total. She seems to me like someone who's never done a hooji before. Zach says about the date, it's wild. That's perfectly Brooklyn. And they do mudding uh, in these ATVs. And Zach ITMs, I feel like she's holding back a little walls, but I'm not going to ask her about it until the night portion. <laughs> they got him trained. Uh, he's not seeing the one-on-one -on -one pattern that is being... Done over and over. Uh, Brooklyn ITMs, it felt good. He wanted me to be here for this. Like, he already knows me. I'm covered in mud sometimes. Sometimes it's not just mud. What did that mean? Did that mean poop? I think shit. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Well, they make out. And then she ITMs that his chest feels solid. 
Found that interesting. Back at the resort, Kylie tells Charity and Mercedes, I believe, in a forced girl chat that she is nervous. Charity says she heard her talking about Instagram followers, and Kylie wonders why you would even talk about it. Um, this this whole thing that they're like building out of nothing is very interesting to me. Nonetheless, Anastasia then tells Katie that it seems like she's being attacked. She ITMs that Zach doesn't believe her and her words have been twisted. And I just wrote this note. It doesn't matter here. You cannot talk about Instagram on this show. The show is at its core a lie. And so you can't be real about what you do for work if what you do involves social media. You have to figure out something else. You have to keep that shit in check when you come into the show. I mean, we're just at that point with these producers. They will not allow social media to become a part of this. It is not possible. It's what it feels like anyway. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. During this conversation between Katie and Anastasia, Anastasia says, oh, people want to villainize me off these false accusations. She's got her hair pulled back in a bun, and she is leaning on the side of the pool. And she opens her mouth talking about these false accusations, and she sticks her tongue way out of the side of it. <laughs> And this was my face play of the game. That's a really good one. Yeah, that was superb.
GITM's the only reason she came on is he was The Bachelor, but her case doesn't seem to be stacking up. She doesn't seem to have people coming to her her aid. We cut back to the one-on-one. They get to this beach picnic. Brooklyn ITM's is the perfect view right in front of me, right next to me. And he says he used to dirt bike. Hmm. And he loved when she set up the lasso and he got to see her personality. He wants to see more of Brooklyn. And then they, he says, I want to kiss you even though we're sweaty. And they kiss. And then she immediately fist bumps him. He says the knucks after a kiss. The knucks? I've never heard that term before. I have heard that term. I thought it was interesting that he's complaining about this, though. I wrote this from a man who is called every player kick-ass or awesome. So <laughs> to me, the knucks is just... Your kick-ass, dude. Then they agree to go in the water. They strip down and run in as he ITMs, wanting to peel back her layers in the night portion. And we get a little kiss out in the ocean. Portion 8 begins with a card. The following segment contains material about domestic violence. Viewer discretion is advised. So we know a a big PTC is about to hit the table here. Oh, I didn't see the card. Oh, interesting. What were you watching it on? I saw a card at the end. YouTube TV. Oh, me too. Yeah, it was here at the beginning of this portion. Then it's the nighttime. They come to this dinner spot. She ITMs that she can fully see herself falling in love with him. This is a loaded love level two. She wants him to know who she is and how she's become that way. She will have to reopen some wounds. So they're giving her this extra time for this PTC because it is so heavy. They are letting her lead it in. They're teeing it up. This is a, it's a special PTC. They're giving it its own time. Mm-hmm. And Basically, she tells this story about how she, her grandparents were her relationship goals. She didn't want to be with anyone like her dad, but she found she dated someone like him and it got emotionally abusive and then physically abusive. And for six years, she wasn't herself. And she woke up and left one day being like, this can't define me. And it was strength she didn't know she had. She produces tears. Zach is so fortunate. Here, here, he says, I'm so sorry you went through that. You're so fucking tough. This makes me sick to my stomach. You had to go through that, let alone anyone. And she ITM, she was honest. It was honestly embarrassing. The literal shell of a human I was. Cops waking me up because I got knocked out. This is like, it's a very hard uh, story to hear her talk about. And she tells Zach she never had reciprocated love. She gave love to someone who didn't deserve it. And wanted that love back. They kiss after this PTC. He says, I'm lucky to be sitting next to you. And the ITM, she's a badass and no human should be treated that way. Um, I'm blown away by all her sweetness and compassion and kindness. And today he says, I knew we'd have a great adventure, but I'm grateful you showed me the Brooklyn not everyone gets to see. I was like, show me the Brooklyn not everyone gets to see. The real underground Brooklyn, like Bushwick. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. No. Nope. Uh, okay. And she gets that one on one rose. Because <laughs> I didn't write the exact same thing for that part, I guess. <laughs> no, nope, didn't have that joke down. <laughs> and they kiss and they get this private concert with this man playing guitar. And we get the National Domestic Violence Hotline Placard. Go to thehotline.org. Yeah, it was a powerful PTC. Obviously, every season, usually you get one that's kind of like the special one that has some kind of real gravity to it. Um, This was it. Well played. Portion nine. Ooh, we start with two beautiful pink flamingos strutting their stuff. 
representing the beautiful ladies peacocking while putting on makeup on and starting their stuff for the cocktail party. Davia is putting makeup on and is worried because she is turtled at the last group date. And Genevieve ITMs, some stuff went down on the group date. Kylie told Anastasia, called Zach, Anastasia's here for followers. We get this cocktail party, the group sitting together. Gabby, I hope he's in a good place. Again, we're getting more Gabby. Kylie ITMs, it was going to get back to him. She's still talking about her tattle. I respect him too much not to tell him. And Zach comes in. He says, so much bravery and vulnerability. I've learned a lot. I'm following my heart and gut. Anastasia, can I talk to you? A bachelor's preference, but not for a good thing. You already know this is an execution. You already know. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to do this unless it's to eliminate her. Uh, Katie, ITM's fear that the drama is going to completely take over. And then we get this one-on-one time with Anastasia where he brings up the prior concerns and says he's giving her an opportunity to let him know how she's feeling about this. A benevolent execution. She says it's been tough. She doesn't like inaccurate information spread about her. Her character is everything to her. and She doesn't know why or how the information was passed. All she knows is to reiterate that she didn't come here for anything other than to see who he was and if they had a connection. This is about the only place she can make here. And the other players discuss that this could be bad, but Ariel says it's actually good because it means he will take on difficult decisions head on. And then we see back in this one-on-one time with Anastasia, he tells her he can't discredit people who brought up the Instagram followers. So he basically is saying here, if anyone comes to him and says, this player is only here for Instagram, he will eliminate that person no matter what, whether it's true or not. Uh, Brooklyn defends him, says Zach can make his own decisions to the group. Kylie is producing tears at seeing this execution as Anastasia walks down. Gabby says he has emotional intelligence, trust his decisions. Such a player. Such a good player. I This was my, like, yeah. Oh, wait. No, we're getting to it. Uh, we see Jess is covered in glitter. Like that was important. <laughs> uh, Kylie says, I hate myself, I think. Uh, and <laughs> Anastasia in the limo says, I don't get it. I'm upset because of what I gave up to be here. To be manipulated and lied about is disrespectful and disappointing. I would have rather been a crazy bitch and thrown shit around than have my integrity questioned like this. I love that line. Yeah, it was great. Um, And then Gabby basically leads the group conversation back in the common room. Comments about social media are going to rub people the wrong way. She says, this isn't the time or place to talk about how many followers you're going to have after the show. We should be focused on Zach. This is 100% reader behavior. Um, We say this line again and again and again. I literally felt like Becca Kufrin had stolen her body and switched with her as the host of Happy Hour with this toting the the company line. Here's the memo. Unreal. She's ready for (laughs) The Bachelorette. She's ready for a podcast. She's ready for whatever they have in store for her in the future. And I believe... Um, they do have things in store for her because they have given her this line. I mean, she uttered it, but they also put it in the show. Oh, you think you think she's the crown target? I think she could be Bachelorette. Ooh. They're just loading this season with her. I know. I, I know. <laughs> Anastasia says Zach should look out because those people who said this shit are lying, basically. Kylie items that she's scared of being collateral damage. Correct. Toddlers always are. Or almost always are. Like 99.9% are. Um, Yeah. And Zach, again, just doesn't get it. 
anybody who's going to issue this baseless 4TWR attack, it's like an invincible weapon in this season, I guess. I don't know. If I was <laughs> any of those other players, immediately I'd be like, oh, are you serious? Everybody here, except me, was talking about Instagram. Yeah. I was the only one not in that conversation. I guess I win. We already had a loaded gun dropped there that some people were asking Anastasia. She didn't issue a parting grenade like Brianna, but... Portion 10 begins, Mercedes defends Kylie. I applaud Kylie. And Kylie says, well, I at least if I leave, I'm the realest version of myself. Zach tells them, Anastasia's not with us here anymore. Like, she died. I know how difficult it it may have been if you're her friend, but the bigger picture is to find love. Charity, will you join me? Speaking of 4TRR. And Zach ITMs, I'm here to find my best friend, despite the drama, it wasn't there. Did you do the best friend count this episode? No, because there were only a couple. I felt like there were a lot. That was it. They've, they've started to taper it off. It was not six like it was last week. But we get this uh, one-on-one time with Charity. She says she's a little more vulnerable and it's scary. She thanks him for being who he is and giving her a safe space. We get a little kiss here. And he tells her that she has a calming presence and makes him smile. He says he has butterflies, level of a one. She says she was feeling it last night, level of a one. More kissing. He ITMs enjoying his time with her and having fun with her. This seems like a kiss of death to me. One-on-one time then with Catherine. They're playing pool. He sits her on the pool table. Popeye Peter Weber style here. Producers have set this up as an homage. I wrote, all I'm thinking about is Popeye and the forklift, but there's no chandelier here. Yeah, and there was no <laughs> forklift. I would have loved to have seen him do the, the forklift. Maybe he did release the forklift tapes. Maybe he did and they edited it out. He tells her that his time with her exceeded his expectations. He tells her that he was not expecting her vulnerability. And she says she recognized how well her vulnerability was received. <laughs> It's so good. He's like, I couldn't believe you did this thing. And she's like, I couldn't believe you reacted perfectly to me doing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so fucking well played. She's just got this guy wrapped. It's done. I know. She's so good. She says she feels very good. He tells her that he's very excited for them. She is to kiss, kiss, kiss. She ITM's having no words to describe this feeling. She's beyond happy. She's even playing to the fourth audience here and to the producers by giving these four TR ITMs. Mm-hmm. And we hear tears. I mean, that's what you have to do. That's how you come off for TRR. You don't ever let it down. Uh, we see Davia produce tears, and Katie is the STCO for her. She says that she was fine until Zach pulled Kat and grabbed her hand and told her he was excited to see her. And she ITMs, it was hard seeing him pull her with a rose in pocket. Ariel performs a steal from Kat and gets a kiss. Davia finally gets this one-on-one time and they talk about how they had this fast, hot connection. Davia, the thing that scares me is the word had. And he says, well, it's our first moment. It's not easy to forget. And she says, I want to grow this. He says, you're awesome. And they laugh kiss. You're awesome. I'm telling you, you don't want to hear that. Kylie then tells the other players that she's uh, nervous, but she did the right thing. She ITMs that tattling might have jeopardized the relationship, but she's looking forward to talking to him. It's an important conversation she needs to have. And you know, anytime they got you saying that in an ITM, you're fucked. The producers forced her to turtle last time. And now DLP comes in, five ting, standard play comes to an end. She's turtled here. Producers have turtled her once again. Mm-hmm. And DLP comes in and says, hope I'm not raining on your parade too hard. I thought this was a good Valentine's Day card. Yep. Kylie produces tears. She says she's done this to herself. 
She ITM. She physically can't stand up there right now and not hear her name. She can't survive that. Interesting play. I agree. I, I thought that that was extreme language. And um, <laughs> I'm glad she got a rose, to say the least. Uh, Mercedes plays an STCO for her. And at the rose ceremony, they stand on these gray cubes. And the ones with rose in pocket stand on the separated small grayer cube. Small gray cube. Zach says this week was a lot. I'm so lucky. <laughs> That's a minutia alarm. I'll, I'll call it. Minutia. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, I was measuring the size of the gray cubes, and there are two different <laughs> sizes of like, gray <laughs> cubes that they used to construct the final rose ceremony of the night. I love it too. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love knowing this information. I'm going to be looking for it now. But we get this rose ceremony. Look for the cubes. Uh, the the two cubed rose ceremony. We've got the three players with rose in hand are Catherine, Ariel, and Brooklyn. And Zach gives a little speech about uh, how lucky he is to be there with everybody. And we get the rose ceremony. Charity gets the first flower, followed by Katie, Gabby, Jess, Davia. ITM's not understanding. Produces tear play here. Everybody's crying all the time. Mercedes gets the fifth rose. Allie gets the sixth rose. Kylie ITM's tears. She deserves good things and she wants this so badly. Greer gets the rose number seven. DLP emerges. This is the final rose tonight. Kylie does, in fact, get rose number eight. And DLP comes out to deliver his Tamsig, his take your take a moment, say your goodbyes. And we say those goodbyes to Davia and Genevieve. They are gone. They hug the players. They walk out. And Davia ITM's. Genevieve gets no exit speech. Davia ITM's that in the beginning, there were great connections that were powerful and happy and uplifting. The last thing she wants to do is go home. Produces tears. He felt something, but then he walked away, and that hurts. He tells those that remain he's closer to finding his person, and his person is definitely in that room. Davia gets some more tear ITMing here. She just wants somebody to be there for her. And then he tells the remaining players they're going to London. And Catherine delivered a fantastic face play here in reaction. Full mouth aperture. We get then the promo. We see some corgis. I think I know what your creature of the week is going to be next week. We see some kisses. Mm -hmm. We see uh, the corgis are so cute. There's a there's a bystander in this one too. Oh, British lady. Yeah, there's a bystander also. I agree. We may even see uh, ceremony of the ancients in that one. We'll see. But we see that Zach is a genuine man. There's a private concert. Future casting a kiss. Bad news from DLP. No one knows where to go from here. Tears. This week was robbed. Zach says, what are we going to do? There's some kind of big 4TWR accusation going on here. And then we get a tag. And in this tag, we see a bunch of different players playing with some flamingos. These were the flamingos we saw earlier in the game. But here, these flamingos are strutting their stuff. They are nipping at the ears of players. They are burying their heads in the crotches of players. They are generally being cute and interacting with the players in funny ways. And they were my... <laughs> creature of the week. Like I said, those goals were doing fucking work. They were crashing a girl chat. That's big business. That is big business. Risky move. This shit was beautiful. This shit. I mean, why didn't we see this in the show? Why was it only a tag? I could have watched an hour of this. I feel like it should have... Exactly. It should have been 40 minutes of this. There's a certain flamingo, though, who stood out from the rest. <laughs> His name, I believe, was Sunny. And he was a gray flamingo. I didn't even know they had those. And this gray flamingo... 
plays with Allie and tries to get into Allie's lap and tries to have its own fantasy suite with Allie. And that's why Sunny was mine. <laughs> Creature of the week. I know a cat named Sunny. Number one. Mm-hmm. And number two. This flamingo trying to get this chemistry play. I loved it. We don't see chemistry play with the creatures that often. No, it is a rarity. That is true. Well, congratulations to the flamingos. Davia also does a little bit where she pretends the flamingo is gossiping to her. That was such a good play. I love that. I think as a player, if Davia is a reader, she was probably feeling at that point like this is definitely going to get in the show because that shit is like so fucking good. It's gold. And they found a way to get it in the show even though she was eliminated, et cetera, et cetera. Nonetheless, that's basically our breakdown of tonight's big game. A lot of important play. Who was your MVP? For her gorgeous, gorgeous PTC and wall play in this episode. And for surprising me, because I didn't really notice her in the first night one, and I regret it because she's obviously a superstar. Cat was my... M M M M V P Cat with a K. Oh, thank you. I thought you were talking about the one that got eliminated two episodes ago. Just to make sure you knew that. Who was yours? Catherine was my M M M M M V P. I mean, you know, we, we've said it all already. What she did on that one-on-one is transcendent. She has the strongest chemistry game, I believe, of anyone in the show. Um, I just think she's got that first audience locked down. I don't see any other players who can really challenge her hold on him. Again, I don't know what's going to happen in the end of the season with whatever this big 4TWR accusation is going to be that we've seen in the promos. I don't know if she's embroiled in that or not, but if she's not, I just don't see a path where she loses this. Cut to Catherine in a hotel closet, reading the book, looking up at producers. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, so be it. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't see anybody really challenging the first audience game. She, t- in my opinion, after tonight, is the ring winner. Mm, and therefore, I believe, if that's the case, why are we seeing so much Gabby on screen? I believe she's the bachelorette. Interesting. This is just where I stand now, but... I thought it was because Gabby is the ring winner, but there's a couple other for ring winner possibilities. I see Katie. I see uh, Kat. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. The, like Those would be who I would think is going far from this point on, but... Well, we will see. Time will tell, but those are our feelings on tonight's big game. Congratulations to all the award winners. Uh, And remember, tomorrow is going to be a brand new episode of Off Contract with Courtney Robertson. Check that out. We believe you'll like it. It's a very interesting conversation with a very interesting person, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) Um, So before we go, as always, what is that Dwabat? It has been 7,631 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be.
Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then 